Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash. Am I the butthole? And if you love spicy Reddit stories, don't forget to click that subscribe button right now and tick with that notification bell too. Very cheeky. And let's get into today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Martcart9544, titled, Am I the asshole for sending my stepbrother the bill to pay half of my engagement dinner expenses after he turned it into a baby gender reveal? Context about family dynamics. Me, female 26, and my stepbrother Ethan, male 30, met when we were very young. He grew up being very competitive towards me and acted like we're in some kind of race in everything. E.g. he broke his finger on my graduation day and my parents couldn't attend. He decided to put his dog down at my birthday and turned it into a sad anniversary and hated my parents for celebrating my birthday still instead of mourning his dog. He got married on my mum's death anniversary. Years later, he seemed to mature and be respectful. We see each other in gatherings hosted by stepmum and Ethan and Ethan said he wants me to be an aunt for his future kid. He and his wife are expecting. Days ago was my engagement dinner. It was held in a prestigious restaurant that cost me and fiance, Morgan, money. Ethan and sister-in-law showed up unexpectedly and they congratulated us. Then Ethan finished his drink later and announced the gender of the baby he and his wife were expecting, proudly saying, we just found out it's a boy, everyone. It was completely out of the blue. The family got excited and they ordered another round of drinks and started playing guess the name we chose game and chiming in with suggestions. Me, Morgan and mother-in-law were sitting watching how this dinner turning to a gender reveal party. We were ignored till the end of the event. Morgan was livid saying Ethan was acting like a high school attention seeking bish and ruined our night by stealing the spotlight and redirecting it on him and family. I said we had to do something to at least do damage control after spending money on a hijacked event. He looked at me and asked what do you have in mind? I immediately sent Ethan the bill for half of everything Morgan and I paid for with a brief explanation as to why he was expected to pay. He called yesterday and was going hysteric saying that I can't make him pay for jack shit when I was the one who invited him. But I did not invite him nor his wife. He argued that he came to the party after my stepmom told him he was invited and he didn't intend on hijacking it or anything. Someone asked a question about the baby and he answered, just repeating, it just happened. And that it wasn't his fault people got interested. I said he still had to pay, but he talked about how it wasn't even about him or his wife, so I can't claim they were being malicious. Then stopped and asked, are you? Are you being jealous of a baby presumably stealing your night? That's your nephew. I called him crazy for jumping to such a conclusion and as a response he said he owed me nothing then and that I had to stop making unreasonable entitled demands. I had a fight with him and he called my stepmom. She said told me to knock it off and that it didn't matter since my fiance is well off and he can always have a second engagement dinner if it's such a big deal. I refused and demanded he pay. 
he and his wife explained how I should be focusing on being an aunt rather than punishing them like that. Yes, I did say that if he doesn't pay, then he won't be at the wedding. Now we've seen these um, where people turn up and like try and steal the limelight several times in these stories in the past, but I've never seen a reaction like that before where you send them the bill for it. And I quite like that reaction, but I can't see you're going to get the money from this person. So I'll definitely be going to plan B and just like not having them at your wedding because they seem like a toxic person. If they're willing to do that at your engagement party and turn up and say, hey, everybody, <laughs> here's the gender of the baby, then they're willing to do something at your wedding as well. And I never understand how people, you know, just can actually do that. How can you make yourself do that at someone else's event? Something doesn't click in their brain that says, you know, this isn't really appropriate. And they go ahead and bloody do it. They're cheeky bastards. <laughs> oh my word. But Tudor Garden says, not the arsehole. You won't get half the money, but you can and should disinvite him and your stepmom from your wedding. He will do something that will lead him to accidentally drawing attention to himself. Don't let it happen. Awkward Elegance replies to that comment saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me eight or nine times, shame on me. Sparkly Dark says, not the asshole. Not only did Ethan and your sister-in-law crash your engagement party, but they also made it all about themselves. They got a gender reveal party for themselves without putting in any effort. It is only fair that you pay half the bills. Stepmom is the asshole too, as she was definitely involved in the plan of hijacking the party. Also, don't invite him to your engagement. He'd do something to upstage you again. Accidentally, of course. Pookie103 says not the arsehole, but just do yourself a favor and stop engaging with him. Start planning now about how to avoid having him at your wedding. It might mean stepmom also can't be there judging by a reaction to this, so plan carefully. Speak to your dad first if he's a reasonable man and so on. There's no way to win with these kind of people. They will always twist every scenario to make you seem like the crazy one. So best keep them at arm's length. Come up with strategies to minimize contact and be strong when you have to set boundaries in future. Victorian Platypus says, not the asshole. Since it sounds like you can afford it, hire security for the wedding. Give security photos of stepbrother, his wife and stepmom with instructions that these people are not to enter the premises. Your stepmom is as bad as he is, which is why he's so bad, I'm sure. Edit, did your relationship with him improve when you got serious with a wealthy man? And stepbrother likes the idea of his child having a rich aunt. Just saying. And one more from Crick2019 who says, not the asshole. He showed up to your engagement party unannounced. Make sure everyone attending knew they just found out he and his wife were having a boy. You and your fiance are unsurprisingly ignored and he wonders why you're angry. They're huge assholes. Now put yourself in the couple's position in this story. Sit at that table, imagine yourself there. How would you feel if one of your family members came in and done a gender reveal right there and then like, like, surprise, here I am, here's the gender of my baby. How would you feel about that? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And oh boy, we've got a neighbor story. Don't drive my way says, am I the asshole for not letting my new neighbors use my driveway when I let the previous one? The reason I am asking this is because they were slash are in the middle of building a garage, which they won't be able to use unless I let them use my driveway. Not sure if it is relevant, but I am 29. The new neighbors are probably in their early 30s and my previous neighbor was 78. I allowed my neighbor to use my driveway roughly a year and a half ago to get to his yard to park his car on his back terrace. He had no fence there and my backyard is fence. After he asked me, he told me he was having trouble finding a parking spot on our busy street and he was no longer able to walk bigger distances. 
I'd rather not allow anything like that most of the time, but we were always on good terms and well, it didn't really hurt me as I only had one car at the time, so didn't need the extra space. He would need to pass my car and get to his terrace. Just to be clear, from the back of my backyard, in a straight line to the edge of my neighbor's house, all the way to the sidewalk is mine. There is no right of passage, no shared ownership, it's all mine. Around five months ago, my neighbor moved out and went to live in assisted living. His daughter put his house up for sale. That's as much as I know about that. I figured it would go back to how it was. My grandpa since gifted me his two motorcycles, which take up roughly the space of a car. And my girlfriend is over five out of seven days, so the situation has changed in terms of space. And I utilize the full width of the driveway. The house was sold three months ago. Anyhow, I went on holiday for about three weeks shortly after and I come home to a bunch of cars and machines sitting in my driveway with a bunch of dudes building a garage where my neighbor's terrace was. It got really heated as I made all the construction guys and their stuff get the hell off my property and later had a huge argument with the neighbors where they claimed they bought the house with the driveway and how half the driveway was theirs. I told them I had all the paperwork in order but they can call the local council to have them send one of their dudes to measure it. After that, they quickly shifted gear, stating that they had right of passage because the previous owner had it. I told them I personally allowed him to temporarily use my driveway because of his age and walking issues. After a lot more cursing, I told them I was done talking and the next time I see them park on my driveway, I'll have them towed and report them for trespassing. I ended up extending my fence out of petty spite essentially, blocking in their garage and closing the opening. They have been over several times trying to get me to agree to give them right away, offering to purchase part of the driveway and so forth. My girlfriend has been there since the start and has recently told me I'm being a bit of a jerk as the neighbors likely bought the place thinking they had right of way. So, am I? Now, one, not the arsehole because you were being kind to an elderly gentleman who had walking issues and that's very, very kind of you. So well done for that, OP. I can only applaud you for that one. Second, not the arsehole, you know, if you're, not, if you're going to buy a property, surely you do all your research, all your homework on where your boundaries are, where your property lines are, and all that kind of stuff. You don't just go in and then assume you own certain parts of it, surely. So I think it's just a simple case of it's your property. But Ashes B77 says absolutely not the arsehole. You allowed a temporary situation, not a permanent one, and with different people. They should have checked their paperwork. Putting up a fence and establishing a permanent barrier for your house was probably the best way to keep this from dragging out forever. Kells Nugget says, not the asshole. When you buy a house, you make sure you know exactly where the property line is. Their line about, well, you let the old guy do it, tells me that they did check the property lines and they know exactly where they are. They were just relying on your good nature. Reddit DK2 says, not the asshole. You were being kind to an old man with mobility issues. That does not equal giving up use of your property forever. ADBBWG says, not the arsehole. Why would it be kind of you to allow access? These people have already demonstrated they have no respect for your property. One compromise in their favor will lead to multiple scenarios in which you are repeatedly pressured to do X because you are already allowed ABC. Narrow Map says, not the arsehole. The neighbors bought their place without doing a proper survey. If they think they bought more land than they actually have. Don't feel sorry for idiots. If they were sold the house as having access to your driveway with a previous owner's daughter, they should take it up with her as the property was missold to them. Since you can prove everything is yours and the agreement for your neighbor to use your driveway was temporary, these new people are trying to pull a fast one. 
Putting up a fence to secure your boundaries under these circumstances is not being an arsehole. It's making things perfectly clear to your neighbors where the legal boundaries are to prevent further dispute. Their proposed solutions don't benefit you. And one more from Avelbug who says not the arsehole. When I bought my house, I had to get a survey done. This tells me exactly what was mine and where my easements were. If the new owners didn't look at their survey or deed, that's their fault. In the future, if you let someone use part of your property, get the terms in writing. E.g. in exchange for $1, Mr. John Smith of 123 Main Street may park one car in my driveway for the period of one year. This is non-transferable and the agreement will terminate in the event of Mr. Smith sells house. I reserve the right to terminate this agreement within 30 days written notice. I am not a lawyer. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that scenario? Would you let the neighbors use it out of kindness? Would you say, no, it's not my property and put the fence up like OP did? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Causey Moon. Am I the asshole for telling my parents? My sister's wedding is not important to me and they need to get over their dream for a close-knit family. Excuse the lengthy title. I, 26 male, have a sister, 27 female, who is 18 months older than me. We were never close, never buddies, never had a sibling relationship where we engaged with each other. Any interaction was pushed by our parents. Any time spent together was time with our family, extended or immediate. I would never have said there was bad blood until age 20. I realized my sister would have actively called herself an only child, and at that point, I simply didn't care. Obviously, she did hold some resentment or hard feelings towards me, but I never loved her enough to care. It broke our parents' hearts, and they would try. They got us therapy. When they realized nothing was helping, they took parenting classes. They tried family therapy. It just never happened. Now my sister is engaged and she invited me to a wedding with a note that said she needed me to show up and play nice so her future husband's family wouldn't find out we haven't talked in a decade. She also wrote a couple of facts about herself for me to study so we could play along. It was bizarre and I wanted no part in it. On the other hand, my parents were the ones who gave her my address and other contact details and they were thrilled she was extending the olive branch, which I get why it would look that way to them. They brought it up to me and I told them I wasn't going. They were crushed and three days later, they came back to me about how it's my sister's wedding and we are family. I told them we weren't close enough for me to go. They pushed and I asked them to drop it. When they didn't, I told them her wedding is not important to me and they need to let go of this close-knit family dream they have because neither of us is interested. They asked how I knew and I, and I told them because she denied my existence to people and called herself an only child and the only reason she told her future in-laws, I'm guessing, is because she knew it would come out when around them. But she has stated it to all three of us that she never loved or cared about me and I don't love her either. They were heartbroken and my dad later told me I was an asshole for crushing them like I did. Am I? Look, your sister's gonna be the asshole for this only child bullshit that she'd been saying. And you're definitely not going to be the asshole for not wanting to be a part of it either. It clearly just hasn't worked out between you for whatever reasons have been going on in the background. And you just never saw eye to eye. A guy that I used to work with, he used to tell me his sister that he, you know, never got on with her. They never interact. And apart from stuff like this, what, what this guy said in the story, maybe it is this guy, who knows? And your parents just, yeah, like you said, need to get over this idea of a perfect family life because it's just not going to happen. Clearly, you don't want it. Clearly, sister doesn't want it. And that's okay, I guess. 
and that whole thing about the the note as well that was very very strange to me but v2 den says not the arsehole you should if you haven't already showed them the note she attached to the invitation jg700 says not the arsehole good start to her marriage lying to her in-laws abby burb says not the arsehole family is family but only to an extent your sister is an arsehole she didn't want you in her family when you were both adults she called herself an only child that's not like some childish sibling rivalry she chose to have it that way and now her actions have consequences your parents are assholes they've been trying to push this and overlook it for almost 30 years i have a feeling your sister husband to be is big on family it would be odd for her to also say she is yet have a brother she not only ignores but denies for nothing obviously reasonable so she's most likely lying somewhere she also gave you cue cards in order to keep up some appearance you have been in contact all this time I would imagine she also clued herself in over the years about what you've been up to with your parents so she has something to say to her fiancé, which is why your parents could be thinking she cares. She's always asking about you. The only issue about this whole thing is, if you don't go, there's no narrative you have a part in. Your sister and parents can say whatever they want to excuse your absence. If you want to be petty, attend and introduce yourself to the new family honestly as the sibling your sister tried to erase from her life and and only now wants you here for appearances or attend the wedding rehearsal dinner and have the cue cards in your pocket and during conversations refer to them to refresh your memory now what did my sister tell me to say i'm petty sometimes just ignore me <laughs> i like petty people now what do you guys make of this story let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Next story. And our next story comes from, am I the arsehole dancing half naked? <laughs> am I the arsehole for dancing half naked in my living room, leading to my boyfriend and his family seeing me? ETA, Nate's family, is also really conservative and he was brought up like that as well. Someone mentioned I should have added this in. Also, I'm from the US since a lot of people asked. This is so, so, so embarrassing, but I can't take it anymore. I have to know if I'm in the wrong here. I need to apologize if so. I-21 female was told by my boyfriend Nate, 26 male, that I'd get the house to myself for the weekend. He said he had to go visit his parents to take care of a property-related issue. I was pretty excited to have the house to myself because I have been living with Nate since I was 19 and I missed living alone. Though Nate is the love of my life and in no way a trouble to live with. I had this tradition of spending a lot of my weekends baking while in my lingerie. I don't know, it makes me feel super pretty. Yes, I know it's stupid, but it just makes me stupid happy. 
with music and dancing. Super embarrassing to admit, but I also do silly things like pretending I'm a Victoria's model or a singer and I sing along loudly. I mention this because this means the house is usually a mess. My dresses are all over and the music is super loud, which is obviously not okay. I haven't done that in a long time because Nate hates loud music and he's not a fan of my cupcake, so I decided to do it this weekend. So it's Sunday and I put on What A Feeling by One Direction and it's super loud. I'm only wearing lingerie, the victorious kind so lacy as fuck, which I regret SM looking back. Ugh. My boyfriend uses key to open the door and I didn't hear him come in because like I said, it's loud in the house and I'm also in the kitchen slash living room area. Apparently, he wanted to surprise me. Nate brought his mum, dad and his sister and his sister's two kids. Only like 10 male. <laughs> Only like 10 male, I think. They come in and there I am, frozen in a dance pose like an idiot. I quickly ran to our room yelling, sorry, wasn't expecting anyone. I was putting on clothes when Nate came in. He was so angry. He said I was acting like a child and that I embarrassed him. His parents wanted Nate to drop them back ASAP, refusing to stay. And his mum called me a lot of names and said the kids have seen everything. And that made me feel guilty as fuck. Here's where I'm losing sleep over this. On one hand, I didn't know they would come. I locked the door too, so I feel I didn't do anything wrong. I planned on cleaning up my mess before Nate came home too. Also, Nate and his mum insulted me a lot. But when you look at it from their perspective, I was behaving like an immature person. The house was a mess. I looked a mess. There were baking supplies scattered. Nate just wanted to surprise me and do something nice. Nate is still not completely talking to me. I don't know how to face his family and I also know his sister told him to make me behave or something. So I feel like I should apologize before things get worse, but I can't decide for sure if I'm in the wrong here, so I need your help. Thank you for reading. Do you know, a lot of this post was making me super happy reading it. Someone just enjoying their life and thinking, I got the week, I got the day to myself, I'm gonna do what I usually do, get in my drawers, do some baking and sing really loud and dance like an idiot. And I am all for that. That's just you living the life that you want to live, what you enjoy and never ever be sorry for that. And it kind of made me sad when it said you haven't done this for a long time because Nate hates loud music and he's not a fan of my cupcakes. But surely he must be a fan of you just, you know, really enjoying yourself and doing something that you love. And again, the fact that you have to wait until your other half leaves the house to be able to do something you love. It just, it, it raised a lot of questions to me, I got to say. But there's no way you're ever going to be the asshole in this situation. You didn't know they was coming around. You thought you had the place to yourself. You locked the door. You done everything you could possibly have done within your power. He walked in. He surprised you, apparently, and then the one that's getting upset. Fuck that shit. Keep enjoying your best life, my friend. But Tonka says, not the arsehole, you should never be embarrassed for dancing like an idiot to a song you like. Who cares that you were at underwear? No one was at home at the time. Oh, and giving you the silent treatment is a huge red flag. It's an emotional abuse. Tomboy Barbie replies that saying, Nate is just a bunch of red flags wearing a human skin suit, okay? Throughout your post, you talked about how pretty this makes you feel, how stupid happy you are while doing it, all while feeling ashamed of how wrong and immature it is. He has made you feel as though something that makes you happy and is totally harmless is something to be ashamed of. A partner that insults you and makes you feel ashamed of yourself is not a partner. 
Hutella says not the asshole. Nate is a total asshole here. He tells you you will have the apartment to yourself and then decides to surprise you with what exactly? A visit from his family. Wow, what a great surprise. He has no right to be upset at you. You didn't know anyone was going to be home. He also has no right to insult you. Never in a relationship should your significant other insult you. Fox Unicar Kilo says, wait, your boyfriend is angry at you because he walked in on you. Am I tracking this correctly? No, not the asshole. You're allowed to do what you want in your house. Why would he even bring people by without giving a heads up anyways? That's just so weird. And please don't get me started on mum. She's off her rocker. You don't get to go insult someone in their home. Don't want to show? Send a text before just walking in. There's so much audacity here, I just don't even know. What I do know is you owe nobody an apology. You did nothing wrong. They owe you many. Their behavior was completely and utterly unacceptable. And you need to sit down and really evaluate and see what is happening here. This is in no way this is a normal, acceptable, or even reasonable response to their error. And one more from unencumbered chipmunk who says, OP, you sound delightful. Don't ever let anyone judge your joy. He lied to you. He said you have the place yourself. It's your home. You're allowed to be yourself at home. What a stupid, stupid, stupid surprise on his part. That was really just awful. It was mean, judgmental, and he shamed you for being yourself in your own private space. If I were you, I would be livid with my man. He tricked you. He 100% tricked you. He promised you one thing, did the opposite, and then shamed you when you didn't act how he wanted you to act in private. It's like he was setting you up. Never stop dancing, never stop baking, never stop the things that make you feel joy and happiness. Do not ever compromise those parts of you for someone else. When you're older and looking back, those would be the little pieces of your soul you will miss most if you give them up. I am almost 40 and I dance every day, on purpose. Dancing is one small thing humans can do to bring joy. Why on earth would someone not want you to feel your full joy? Not the arsehole OP. Please don't change. Please evaluate why you're allowing another human to shame you. Though, does he see your gifts and your joy? Or does he temper it and expect you to act a certain way and then be disappointed when you don't? That's not love. How can someone not want that kind of joy in your home? Someone just dancing around the kitchen being goofy as hell. I absolutely love that. And bacon cupcakes as well. Holy moly. What do you guys think about this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And let's move on to the next story. I think I told you before, but one of my little joys in life is sticking my tongue out at traffic lights to other people. It gets mixed responses, sure, but brings me a little bit of joy. (laughs) And our next story comes from InevitableBug884. Am I the arsehole for telling a younger female co-worker that it doesn't look good for her to be spending so much time with our married male co-worker? I-44 female work in an office of 20 plus people. The youngest is Jenny, 28 female, who started to work for us just this year. Jenny immediately clicked with our co-worker Dan, 47 male, and became close with him even though they work on different floors. Dan is married, Jenny is single. For the past months, I've heard other people in the office gossip about Dan and Jenny, who always leave the office to have lunch together outside. Most of us bring our own lunch and eat it in the pantry, and Dan and Jenny both used to do this too. Now they're usually gone for an hour or two. Jenny always asks if I want her to grab a coffee for me when they leave, so I assume they eat lunch and have coffee after. But some of my co-workers wonder if this is all that is happening. This week, Dan was on leave and Jenny stayed in the office for lunch, so I took the opportunity to tell her that it doesn't look good for her to be spending too much time with Dan, as it makes people wonder if there's something going on between them. Jenny was upset and asked if people wonder about that or if I wonder about that, so I told her the truth, that I've heard other people gossiping. 
She said she feels insulted that I even needed to tell her this because it means I might believe it to be true. For the record, I don't think there is anything going on between Jenny and Dan, but I understand how it might look that way. And I told Jenny to look out for her so she could do something about it if she wanted to. Am I the arsehole? Now, I hate workplace gossip, so it's automatically going to make you the arsehole in this one to me, but... And you clearly do believe this to be true, regardless of what you're saying in this story, because why wouldn't you tell the gossipers to back off? I think it's a pretty simple thing, and we covered a story just recently where you can say men and women can be friends. It's totally possible. Surprise! And by what you did there, you just fed into the gossip and fed into the drama machine, create more drama and more hassle. And you didn't approach him either. Apparently you knew him longer as well as you've been working with him longer. But Sput Rosa says you're the arsehole and, and so are the gossiping co-workers. Why would you tell her that it doesn't look good for her? He's the one that is married. Tanya Gemma says, so you talk to the person in the situation with the least power and the most to lose. The young woman. Doesn't sound like you have requested the co-workers to stop gossiping. Haven't gone to HR about the gossipers' unprofessional behavior. Haven't looked into whether Dan might be abusing his power slash position. You told the new young hire that she's doing something that the others perceive as wrong. This is the epitome of systemic sexism in the work world. You should feel guilty for participating in it. You're the arsehole. Phoenix Rose here says you're the arsehole. You chose to say something to her, but not him. Why? Why wouldn't you warn him, especially since you've known him longer? Why is it anyone's business? Spoiler alert, men and women can be platonic friends. SS Trihan says you're the arsehole, but honestly, everyone involved in this sucks except Dan and Jenny. You didn't tell her that you were concerned for and only looking out for her because of unsubstantiated rumors. What you said was it doesn't look good for her to be doing that. That is a statement of opinion, making it clear that even if you don't think there's anything going on, personally, you aren't holding it against your coworkers for gossiping either because you feel that their questions are logical and you're basically putting in us on Jenny to stop hanging out with her friend rather than supporting her by letting her know that you don't think she's doing something wrong. I get what you were trying to do, but ultimately, they're probably aware of how it looks and didn't need you to point it out. Jenny's response indicates that she was possibly hoping you weren't one of them but you haven't done anything to defend her or shut her down either. Odd Meat says, you're the asshole, mind your own business and Jenny is completely right. Your wording makes it sound like you believe that it's solely Jenny's fault. It takes two to tango. Were you planning on talking to Dan too? Rossad says, you're the asshole. The problem here isn't Jenny. It's that your office is full of busybodies. If you really want to help Jenny, when you hear people gossiping about her, you could tell them that men and women can be friends and it isn't a good look to assume people are in a relationship just because they grab lunch together at work. Also, honestly, I think that is telling that you went to just Jenny about this and never talked to Dan, who is the one who's married. If Jenny and Dan were having an affair, Dan would be the much bigger asshole. And we'll have a couple more one for waiting for spring who says you're the asshole. Have you told your younger male co-workers that they shouldn't spend time with older ones? Have you told other co-workers they shouldn't spend so much time together? Why not? You're being sexist and disgusting in your assumptions about what might be happening or what people might be thinking, assuming things like you and your co-workers do. Tell your co-workers to shut up. Shut down their gross and degrading assumptions. Fervent Apathy says you're the asshole. This is just feeding it into work gossip. At my old job, my best friend was, was a married woman 10 years older than me. And we got lunch together all the time. Rumors started and I ended up having to publicly come out of the closet for everyone to mind their business. Even if I was straight, it's normal to have friends of the opposite sex. Offices bring people of all ages together and marriage does not mean you are forbidden from making friends. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts and opinions on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? 
A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today and getting involved in the channel. It means the absolute world. If you do have a moment, you can click that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell too, and the like as well. It all helps out the channel. It really, really does. There's a playlist on your screen right now if you'd like to watch more Am I the Arsehole stories. There is 600 videos there, 600 plus videos there right now that you can get involved with. There's also some entitled parents, relationships, other playlists on the main channel as well. So feel free to get involved. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.